WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Husna Hosseini. It's Tuesday, March 29, 2022. Illinois Senate Democrats have recently introduced new bills in attempt to alleviate the opioid epidemic. One of the bills, House Bill 17, will not prosecute any individual that is seeking medical treatment due to an opioid overdose if they happen to have small amounts of fentanyl in their possession. The bill will also increase sentencing by three years for those that produce fentanyl-laced products. Another bill, House Bill 4556, would make drug testing available to anyone who requests it at pharmacies, hospitals, and clinics. The bill will also remove any penalties for those in possession of controlled substances when distributing the tests. Illinois State Senator Robert Peters, who is sponsoring the bill, states that this legislation will save lives by making drug testing more accessible to patients that need it. There were 2,467 opioid overdose deaths in 2020, which is a 2,736% increase since 2013. The bills are expected to be heard in the Illinois House in the coming weeks. Pandemic funding is running out for community health workers in Illinois. The state has utilized funds from the Federal Pandemic Relief Grant to hire over 650 public health workers through the Pandemic Health Navigator workforce. The community has assisted nearly 45,000 requests since the program was started in March of last year. These funds are set to run out in June, leaving many workers without the means to continue public health assistance. Workers are hoping to secure funding from other government acts, such as the American Rescue Plan Act, but there is no current safety net for the hundreds of employees who could soon be out of a salary. Nearly 40% of the workers were previously unemployed, meaning that they could be sent back into a difficult financial situation this summer. Last Thursday, Holy Cross School in Champaign debuted its newly gifted aquaponics tower from the Sky High Aquaponics, the first indoor aquaponics tower in Illinois. The tower works as a vertical farm and will allow students to grow fresh fruits and vegetables that can be used to help fight hunger within the community. An aquaponic tower is created with pipes and LED grow lights. In total, the tower and tank cost $1,500 to make and are able to sustain a family of four for one year. Tower designer Jack Haynes noted the organization's hopes to create smaller versions of the tower that would be suitable for a home. Holy Cross was also gifted another tower by the Eric Meyer family, who owns Cam's in Champaign. The school expects the towers to begin fully running by the start of next year. The Champaign Rotary Club is one sponsor for the project and will help with funding for other educational facilities and nonprofits who want a tower. Those organizations need to apply and explain their need for an aquaponics tower. The University of Illinois Springfield Child Protection Training Academy was awarded $720,000 in federal appropriations. This funding will be used to increase the number of trained frontline child protection and law enforcement professionals. The funding will also be used to support stimulation training at the Child Protection Training Academy at UIS and a partnership with Southern Illinois University, Carbondale. The UIS Child Protection Training Academy holds trainings for Illinois Department of Children and Family Services investigators and supervisors under a state contract. Illinois women's tennis shut out Rutgers, its second Big Ten opponent this season, on Sunday with a final score of 7-0. The Fighting Illini started out strong, with the junior pair of Ashley Ye and Josie Fraser snatching the doubles point, followed by sophomore Kate Dong winning her match in straight sets. Freshman Megan Huser won her game next, before freshman Kasha Treiber clinched the win for the second straight match. Illinois improves to 3-1 in conference matches this season. The team heads to Iowa this Friday and then travels to Nebraska on Sunday. 
Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Daniel Villarreal, Mac Dudley, Anulika Ochuba, Madison Holcomb, and Tori Gelman. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda. Our political editor is Jane Knight. Our sports editor is Jackson Janes. And I'm our science and technology editor. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford. And our news director is Madison Holcomb. For WPGU News, I'm Husna Hosseini.